0: This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty hunters. We don't need that scum. A UTD Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.
1: What is happening, friends? Corey here. Not Eric. Somebody new, somebody different, somebody less talented. <laughs> Welcome to Bounty Hunt. This is a Utini Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars expanded universe. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Corey Helton, and joining me today on this week's hunt is none other than our usual good friend, Mr. Wes Jenkins. Hello.
2: Hello, everyone. Wes Jenkins here, fresh off my comic palooza. Uh, my comic palooza uh, entrance over uh, uh, la- or yesterday on Saturday. Um, had a fun time. Uh, spent more money than I should have on a mystery box where they bamboozled me, but that's fine. It's
1: probably the last mystery box I ever purchased from one of those booths. <laughs> Wes, Wes already shared with us exactly everything he got in that box, and I can attest it was a waste of money. So Yes. <laughs> Also joining us uh, on an, another episode of Bounty Hunt this week is our good friend Tyler from over at Cosmic Force. Hello, my
3: friend. How are you doing? Hello, G- good. This is my first guest appearance. I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. We're uh, excited to have you. Excited to have you. Um, you know, it's a shame that we haven't really gotten together since you guys started the like, Cosmic Force, and you've been killing it over there. So. Welcome, welcome. Also joining us for the first time ever in Uteni history is my lovely wife, Caitlin. Hello, hello.
0: Jazz hands, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Caitlin has never joined us on a podcast nope. before, so this is the first time, so welcome, welcome.
0: I'm, I'm here to ruin everything, so yes. it's all good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not true. Damn, that that is, Corey. I know. I, 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 I didn't say that,
0: she did. made a mistake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, this week's mark is the Bad Batch season one, episode 12, Rescue on Ryloth. So as always, we are going to dive into a brief recap, which is not really a brief recap. It's quite a long recap. Um, but this is what happens when I write the show notes and uh, Eric doesn't. So, you know, that's what we're going to do. So let's dive into the episode. We're going to walk you through everything that happened in this week's episode of Bad Batch. And then we're going to chat about what we think. Um, obviously this is very filled with spoilers. So if you have not watched the episode, turn this off now. This is your only warning. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. Rescue on Ryloth. It gives us the Twilight Home Planet of Ryloth as we have been hanging out here for a little while. And we are in the immediate aftermath of Senator Ornfreeta's attempted, quote unquote attempted assassination by General Cham Sindula and his forces. Cham and his wife Eleni Is that how you guys say that? Is Aleni? Alani? Alini? Alani are, is how, yeah. Okay, is I how they say it in the show? Alini. Um, They are there with uh, Admiral Rampart. He pays them a visit while they're in jail, and he gloats about how easily he defeated them. It was a big narcissistic... Uh, rant. It was great. Um, Also talks about Cham's daughter and how he says it's going to be really easy to capture her. Obviously, he's talking about Hera. The mention of Hera draws the reaction that he was expecting from Cham, but Hauser, the clone commander who we now all love dearly and has maintained his position on Order 66, he seems really affected and dismayed that Hera would even be mentioned here. Uh, Rampart then instructs Hauser to find an arrest champ sympathizer. Hauser, however, asks on what ground do they have to arrest them because they haven't really done anything wrong, and Rampart kind of shuts him down um, on that. Unfortunately, Crosshair does not really care about any of that and will do anything he's told to do, apparently. Uh, and he is on the case. Hera then realizes she needs help because her parents are trapped in jail and she has no way to get them out, so she sends a transmission to her friend Omega because apparently Omega just gives out the cell phone number of the ship to anybody that asks for it. Uh, yeah, she just gave her the com channel. Um, Hunter is obviously. You know, expectedly pretty resistant and hesitant to offer any help just because the odds seem like they're really against them. But he eventually gives in to Omega's pleas, particularly when she drops the line She's trying to save her family, Hunter. I would do the same for you. That was my really <laughs> poor impersonation of uh, <laughs> no, there. Uh, Hauser updates Rampart on the attempt to round up some dualist forces. Um, He tells there's more pressing matters because Clone Force 99 is now here and uh, they're going to wreck shit up. But <laughs> Rampart doesn't care about that. He doesn't want anything to do with Ridiculous Unit 99 and leaves that alone. At this point, Hunter is all, uh, all but out. He's totally out. And Hera feels completely defeated. Omega finds Hera. She gives her a pep talk. She knows Hunter is difficult, but he knows that he'll eventually come around because he's my brother and you can trust him too. All they need to do is come up with a strategic plan and Hunter will be in. Uh, the plan is pretty simple. Attack the refinery on the outskirts of town, which we saw in the previous episode, and that will divert the reinforcements from the main area, from the capital, um, and then they can rescue Hera's parents. Chopper is tasked with shutting down the... Uh, there's sort of these big blaster towers like around the outside of the perimeter of the um, of the refinery, and Chopper is tasked with shutting those down. However, he immediately runs into trouble and... Um, they asked he has to get some help from Omega and Hera um so as let's see where was that here uh so Omega and Hera they decide to steal an Imperial shuttle and they're just going to blow up the towers or, the, or the, at least the control center themselves which seems like a much easier plan I'm not really sure why they didn't just do that to start with uh, in the meantime Hunter and who was with Hunter was it Echo Hunter and Echo, Echo I believe yeah. yes sure Hunter Echo. and Echo are going to rescue they rescue the Cindulas while all this is happening in the outskirts of town However, Crosshair realizes that something's up, so he stays at the capital and plans on springing a trap on all the escapees. He tells the remaining squad to cover the main door, leading into the courtyard While he's going to cover them with the sniper rifle. Uh, As Hunter is about to lead the Syndoulas right into Crosshair's trap, Hauser then tracks them down and totally turns coat, somewhat to be unexpected in my opinion. Um, He tells Chan that the Empire is wrong, and he realizes that he should have attempted to stop things sooner. Uh, He then takes it upon himself to stand up to um to uh, crosshair and the clones that are preparing to capture uh, the Sinduas as the Sinduas seek an altered uh, escape route right so the courtyard door opens revealing revealing a lone houseer who then pleads with his squadmates that they succeeded in freeing Loriloth but now they're being asked to target the very people they swore to protect it's wrong and he's standing up for what's right Half the squad decides to throw down their weapons and support him while the other half arrests the traitors on Crosshair's orders. The diversion totally works as Hunter and the Synduas are able to get away to safety. Alina offers to pay Hunter, but interestingly Hunter says they'll need it more than he does. Occupations are happening all over the galaxy and someone else needs to stop it as his focus is keeping his family namely Omega safe. Rampart and Crosshair then meet up at the very end of the episode one last time and Rampart finally admits that he cannot underestimate Bad Batch any longer. He then grants Crosshair permission to go on the offensive and hunt them down as the episode comes to a close. So, guys, as always, let's sort of go around the table here and rate the episode one to ten, sort of give some overall thoughts. Wes, why don't you go ahead and start us? Okay. I will give this episode a
2: I'm gonna give it lower than last week. So I want to say an eight point one. Um eight point one because it was fairly predictable, I think. Um, but the ending, I mean, I liked it. I I would like to see something, um, I would have liked some, something more developed with say like the rebellion or them getting some kind of contact information from, uh, from Cham saying, Hey, we'll meet up with you if we, if we can. But he was just like, at the very end, he was like, we have our own squad to to worry about. And then there was nothing left. There's nothing to like the very end was, was great, but, that ending with the Bad Batch and with uh with Cham and with Eleni mm-hmm. was it was
1: there was more to be expected, I guess, from me that yeah. I didn't
2: get. So that's yeah. kinda
1: why. Yeah, I think I would I think I would agree with that. I think I'll give this episode an eight point five. I mean, I enjoyed it. The action was fantastic. Like, um, you know, it was really cool getting to see Omega kind of pull out those leadership skills, which she's kind of been hiding from us, I guess. Uh, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool getting to see Hera sort of realize some of those skills and leadership and piloting and stuff that we know so well from Rebels. So I think this episode definitely has some redeeming qualities. Um, I have a lot of questions that I'm excited to dive into. Uh, Tyler, what about you, man?
3: Yeah, this episode on its own, I would probably rate like an 8. Pretty run-of-the-mill, but for future intrigue, I'm at like a 9.5 because like you, Corey, yeah. I have a lot of questions about what is going on here um, and I'm sure we're going to get, we're going to talk about it. So that is where what I take the most out of this episode is not necessarily what this episode does, but yeah. what it's going to do for the future of of this se- uh, series and, and what it means for just the galaxy I- as a whole. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can totally get behind that. Caitlin, what about you? What'd you think?
0: I'm with Tyler. I would give it probably about a, like an eight. Uh, Just kind of like what he said, like, I'm more stoked about what this episode meant for the bigger picture, and even connecting into the larger universe, because I loved getting Hera's backstory and kind of seeing her enter into leadership roles and kind of set it up for the rebellion to start happening. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me me and Caitlin paused this episode multiple times, like while it was on to like ask questions, which we don't usually do with Bad Batch. Um, but like we kept having questions about like order sixty six and stuff. So we'll come back around to this. Um <laughs> let's dive into, you know, Caitlin, you brought up Hera. Let's talk about Hera for a minute because I think, you know, I think this is the first you know, last episode, we got Hera, and it sort of there's been a lot of talk online. Even Star Wars Explained had a bit of a video about like how it makes the universe feel small. That Hera is suddenly here, and she had sort of a minor role in last episode. But this episode was really all about Hera's leadership um, and her like getting behind the control stick with a ship for the first time. Like, what did you guys think about getting Hera back for the first time and sort of seeing this, seeing these early, early strings of leadership that we obviously know so well from rebels
3: well I think I, it was something that it was 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 important I mean Harris a, a great character and, we, and and we've seen her in multiple mediums now with video games and with obviously with rebels so I'm okay with this treatment as long as it doesn't get over abused if, if yep. we start seeing for sure. backstories for other characters then it kind of cheapens it but the as important of a character as hera is i'm I'm totally fine with with everything that we've seen yep. from her. Uh, and and having her be the character that gets that treatment in the show, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, totally agree.
2: Um, one thing that I did notice um, was kind of the the same theme with uh, her parents getting taken by the Empire or arrested. So that kind of gave her like a soft spot for Ezra in uh, yeah. in Rebels. It's mm-hmm. Like, well, you know, my parents were taken too, although brief. Um, mm-hmm. Still, kind of the same concept. So maybe that was, maybe that was kind of one of the. Um, one of the reasons why she was so patient with him and telling, uh um and telling the others to 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 calm down, don't be so hard on the kid because he's yeah. you know he's 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 been through a lot and his parents have been taken and they've been arrested <clears throat> and maybe we should we give him another shot. So yeah, that's kind of one of the things that I took away from this whole from Hera yeah. specifically as a young uh leader.
0: I was excited to just see Hera because like. I don't know, this isn't going to make sense, but it reminds me a lot of like reading Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Cause you get to see some of the backstory to mm. some of these really important characters and they're teenagers at this point. Right. Yeah, They're like children. They're angsty. They have no idea what they're doing. Uh And it, it's fun to see that lighter side of them.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, like to see them, like Hera question herself. She's like, mm-hmm. "What you want me to fly a ship? Like that seems so out of character for what we know her to be." So much later, and mm-hmm. it's cool to it's cool to see that sort of hesitancy or doubt in herself. Is I, I really enjoyed enjoyed that. I think the character development we got around Heather, almost said Heather Hera. <laughs> the character development we got around Hera. This this episode was much better than the last episode for sure. And yeah. You know, something else I was thinking about too that we really haven't seen. I was wondering if they were going to touch on, which now I don't think we're going to get them touching on it. Is in Rebels she really goes head to head with uh, with her father, right? Of like, mm-hmm. you know, she seems to really disagree with his leadership style and and his opinions, his political opinions, right? They sort of butt heads. Remember she 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 goes from her normal accent we're used to to her French accent, right? Yeah, when that she was gets great. Mad. Yeah, right. So like, we haven't really seen that. So I mean i guess a lot of their disagreements have to do with the empire and you know like uh chams i guess his fight against the empire i mean i don't know i have a lot of questions about about where we're at with that um let's and yeah. let's talk about let's let's talk about that for a minute too now let's talk about the Sinduas. um because we obviously are transitioning from clone wars era of the fight for ryloth to now the empire era of the fight for ryloth and we know from some of the books um particularly uh the what's the sith book with the shoot lords of the sith yeah particularly lords of the sith we know a lot of the background about like how um cham is fighting against the empire uh but we do get and we're not just now moving into that era i think at the end of this episode right and i really liked i really liked uh, I think it was Eleni, Eleni that said, uh, I've seen how you treat your allies, Admiral. I prefer to be your enemy. That was such a great, sure. yeah, heavy line. And like I think that really does set up nicely, I think, where the Sanduas <laughs> are in their poli- per- current political opinion. They're like, everybody hates us. We're screwed. Yeah.
2: Do you think Admiral Rampart cares? He was just like, I, she's like, I prefer to be your enemy. And he's like, damn. You know, I, I thought I was really breaking through with her. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just like feels bad
1: for a day and then he's like back to normal. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really didn't like that. Like super toxic, like male show yeah, thing sure. that he did where he's like, what, what about you, woman? You're you're <laughs> you're the reasonable one here, right? Like. Totally betray your husband because you care about the daughter, right? Like, and why and
2: why put them in the same cell? Which is like this. It, obviously, it's the same cell from when they put Ahsoka into when she was thrown oh. into the brig or whatever. Um, not the exact same one, but you know, same design. Um, but why put them all in there? This like, put them all into one. Don't they have multiple ones so they can't talk to each other? Like they're I'm obviously like, scheming how to get out of
3: there. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're gonna try to pit one against the other, it doesn't help when they're when the second person is literally standing like two feet away from like, no, yeah. I know I'm obviously not gonna turn against my husband. He's I know that's right funny. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, he, he can literally just be like, Hey, don't answer that. Yeah, like, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. I thought it was ridiculous something and, else uh that obi-wan Kenobi brought up in the chat a few minutes ago he said these episodes reminded him how much he loved chopper in his waving arms that was yes. fantastic <laughs> That's right yes. i was more excited to yeah. see
3: chopper last episode more i think more because when we saw cham and eleni it was kind of like i bet we're gonna see Hera. and then but but, but bringing chopper back and bringing the comedy that he brings without speaking anything uh i think is is, is as much fun as seeing uh a young Hera. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, Caitlin, I, I think I think you brought that up too when we were watching it. That chopper was awesome this episode.
0: I was like, this droid has always been sassy. <laughs> I would love to know like how they got him. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: that'd be a fun story. Is that in the books or anything? Do we know how Hera got Chopper? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that
0: I actually. I, I don't feel think, like other are,
1: that... are books
2: that are before say this time with Hera. No, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. Yeah. My buddy was telling me yesterday about like. Chopper's death count like they have this thing on the internet of like all of the all of the every all the droids death count and Chopper's like
1: in the tens of thousands of
2: oh people my God.
3: yeah it's crazy i got to go
2: look that up yeah
1: but okay I, eric said in the chat that she found him in a crashed y-wing yeah i do vaguely remember that storyline from something i don't know if that's in rebels or yeah, if that's in yeah. uh that's right. in a, new, a new dawn it might be in a new dawn but like i don't know yeah I, I it is custom kind of unexpected to me at least in my how I had this set up in my head in the timeline where we're at that she already has chopper and like he's part of the family
2: <laughs> i remember i remember i I paused it a couple of times just to see if chopper had like a different leg from that episode in rebels oh, yeah. where he's looking for his leg <laughs> like he had lost it between now and the time of rebels but now it's the it's the uh the mismatched leg he has that's so funny he, he lost it way beforehand maybe we'll get a story about
1: that that's funny yeah you you know somebody else that we got a lot of sort of new information on at least the character development now is really starting to come together is that's Omega right Um, I mean I think her role in this episode is one of the better if not the best portrayals of her character development I think we've seen so far in the show because you know she really takes some initiative in this Mm -hmm. episode right I mean she tells Hunter that like hey we're going back like we have to this we have no choice and they listen to her so yeah you know I don't know what what did you guys think about like I feel like we're kind of getting to know her, like her, like her true character traits. Like, I don't know. What what were your sort of impressions of Omega this episode?
2: You can tell she's getting more confident, right? With Mm -hmm. like, with the things that she's being taught. Mm -hmm. And then she's, she's also, she's also there to comfort. Like when she was there uh, trying to fix that, uh, trying to fix the gonk droid. And he was like, damn, I'm (laughs) defective. Shit. And then it's like, that's, don't worry. We're all defective.
1: And then uh, (laughs) that was
2: great but um yeah when she like she went and stood by Hera and was like we'll help you before even asking yes so yeah yeah (laughs) so and but she did learn a, a, a valuable thing about strategy too even though they they went through they went through with the plan she probably learned like oh yeah that's right that we need to think about strategy as well but we also need to help Hera because yeah that's what soldiers do. And that kind of reminded Hunter line. of, yeah, kind of reminded Hunter of what they're there for and what they're fighting for. And he was like, you know what? You're right. You're right. We need you here.
3: And, and and I like this Omega a lot more than we got at the beginning of the season. I remember writing writing in our Slack, those first few episodes, Omega would be told not to do anything and then she'd do it anyway. And then she'd get in trouble and everybody would have to rescue her. And it's like, okay, I get it as a character because this is the first time she's been in the real world. But if they don't come away from that, it was going to get old real fast. And I'm really glad that we have now seen her learn, apparently learn from those mistakes and, and really start to take lead. And I much prefer to see that character than the character we got at the beginning of the season. So, um, and and when you throw in that character growth on top, I think it just makes her a a really excellent character and, and really somebody who is, who's really going to shine on her own. I don't know if, if, if we're getting a second season, I don't know how long we're getting this, but, but watching her from, episode one, one to whatever, however long we get this, I think is going to be the best character growth yeah. we're going to get in this entire show.
2: Yeah. You can tell yeah. how she's, she's going to be She's learning to be a leader. Cause she's not mm-hmm. the one that's flying the, like the shuttle. She's not the one that's um, like breaking into things. She's always observing. Um, and then I think that's going to come out in the next episode or two of her, like leading some people into, into, like some situations where that it's, it's gonna be hard to get out of. so right. it's interesting.
0: I freaking think she's gonna be like leading the pack in like an episode or two. She's yeah. already gotten rid of all of their debt uh, yeah. from <laughs> gambling. Yeah. So she already got set up to be like strategic and yeah to think things through but she's she's also like resembling the heart of people in a way of like yeah we're not about this empire we're we're not about uh hurting people we're about helping people and she's mm-hmm. honestly i think hunter obviously he has a soft spot for her but i i think she has got him wrapped yep. around her pinky yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, it, it
1: certainly <laughs> seems like she's like helping teach bad batch like like what it means to be not just a clone soldier yeah. right like they're mm-hmm. like like she is she is like the you know the the vector by which or the vessel by which they're learning like human empathy and like it's really cool to see that because like you know what the, what the hell do the clones do after the after the war right and like she's teaching yeah. them how to be civilians essentially and how to care for people and it's it's awesome i really am enjoying the character development that we're getting around omega and and how she is like like slowly leading bad batch into being something new and cool and mm-hmm. It's awesome. I know that's the okay. theme of the show and it's like, I, I can't wait to see how this sort of rounds out. It makes me think
2: like, if there is a season two, that it's going to take place years later and she's yeah, like, I was just grown thinking up that. and tall, you know, cool. like longer yeah. hair
1: or something. You
2: know.
1: <laughs> she wears like Mandalorian armor or something. I mean, that'd be oh, rad. Man, that I was going to say,
0: what if she's like a new, like weird Boba Fett kind of thing?
1: Yeah, yeah, that'd be rad. That'd be rad. Uh, Alright, let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk about all of our, one of our One of my personally, but I know we talked about last week, one of the favorite characters so far to come out of this TV show, and that's Captain Hauser. Man, he is the shit. Like, I love this guy. (laughs) I love this guy. Like, his armor color is like my favorite clone armor color I've ever seen on on a clone. And like, I have so many questions. His character has raised so many interesting questions about inhibitor chips and Order 66. Like... Let's let's talk about this a little bit. Why is Captain Hauser able to sort of resist the inhibitor chip? Do you guys have any theories? Uh, yeah, my theory last week was
2: that it was that they have a conscience that grows in their head like a tumor, like everyone has, <laughs> has that has that tumor conscience, and it just grows and grows and grows. But only a couple, like not everybody has a tumor in their head, you know, just the one percent of the people <laughs> in the world or
1: whatever. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny.
3: Somebody in the in, in in the slack, I don't remember who it was had mentioned that maybe that this is what the beginning of the end for the clones and that it's found out that these ships are defective. We've already mm-hmm. seen one react too soon. So mm-hmm. maybe this is the 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 second half of that of maybe they're not strong. maybe some of them aren't strong enough. And mm-hmm. my only quip about this and I and and we'll get to uh, I, is i I, I loved Hauser breaking through his inhibitor chip the rest of the unit was like was a little heavy-handed like i if, if it was just hauser i think it would have landed much more heavily for me um because i'm also team hauser i thought he was awesome he was giving off rex vibes from from clone wars um so maybe that's 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 the best ex- explanation <sighs> yeah. i've heard is that yeah. they, these ships are just effective uh and and that this just has a less of an effect on him um, which and we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see how widespread maybe that defectiveness is in, in yeah. the rest of the, the 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 clones.
2: Yeah, that seems like a lot better explanation than mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron I, can't, I can't take credit for that. That wasn't my <laughs> my explanation. I'm am... Aaron Thompson in the chat says that there's an attachment there as well with Captain Hauser. So he has an yeah. attachment to the Sindula family and the people of Ryla. So that could help. That could help persuade him or push him in the mm-hmm. in the direction of rebellion. Uh-huh
0: man, my theory was stupid. Me and Corey paused the episode and I was like, maybe, maybe it's like our dog's barker collar. Like it's there, but because it's such a small part of the universe, like they don't, they don't care.
1: Yeah. They don't care if he's as
0: defective, so they're yeah, not C- like buzzing him.
1: Yeah. Caitlin like <laughs> brought it up like like you know a really good the, point. The Emperor <laughs> has been really involved yeah. in in Order 66, right? But like he doesn't the Emperor doesn't know what's going on, on Rylos. Right. He doesn't yeah. give a shit, right? I mean, it's yeah. like out there in the middle of nowhere, and this is one clone. So maybe it's like maybe it requires a little more intentional control. And I don't I don't know. I also have questions about like I don't like I don't let, let me rephrase that. I, I'm I feel like the attachment uh, like the way that Aaron Thompson in the chat kind of put it up, like I'm afraid to say that, that that's the answer of like, if you resist strong enough, like you can beat it because Rex almost killed Ahsoka yeah. and 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 uh, Wrecker almost killed Omega. And those are both very strong arguments that you so can't just resist it.
3: Here's something I'm thinking of in the moment. Every single time that we've seen Order 66, it's been an audible cue. Execute Order 66. And that's what mm-hmm. triggers the inhibitor chip what if halzer never received that order what if by being on ryloth he didn't actually verbally hear get that that activation cue and that is maybe that's why question. maybe that's why he and some of his other some of the other squadmates are are not yeah. affected and the ones that that arrest them they're not doing it because they're following the inhibitor chip they're doing it because they're following orders yeah, uh, yeah. you know that's That's a you know like I said something I'm just thinking of in the moment so I I don't have anything else to back (laughs) that that up but that's 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 also a good theory I like that
2: yeah it didn't have the reach because they were so far out so
3: So and if there's no Jedi there then there's no reason I mean that's what was basically Mm -hmm. the order was was to take out the Jedi and if there's no Mm -hmm. Jedi to take out then they don't need to be activated let's
2: does the inhibitor chip work with anything else other than Order 66
1: I don't know let's talk about that that was one of my big questions it's like how does the inhibitor work and what does it do because we've seen we've seen sort of two big, big ways it works, right? It makes you kill the Jedi, (laughs) right? Uh One, it it makes you force, force you to execute Order 66, but it also, like, sort of creates compliance in a weird way. Like, I mean, we've seen this sort of Nazi sort of imagery with, like, everyone, like, cheering and stuff, and that seems sort of against the clones. Like, and we've also seen, like, this good soldiers follow orders thing. Like, why is Crosshair, like, so ready to kill his teammates? I don't know. Like, there's...
0: I think that's part of his personality.
1: Yeah. Well, he also
3: giant asshole booster.
1: He is. <laughs> yeah, he did. You have the booster thing, yeah. Yeah. that's true. They shot a couple him of times. He, he probably gets it done
2: like every like week or so, like it's back in for <laughs> reconditioning and they stick it's... his head in the in that MRI machine or whatever yeah. and, uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I don't know how the inhibitor chips work. And I don't know if we're if we're ever going to get the answer, if this is just going to be one of those great, like, vague Star Wars answers that we never want to actually explain because it, you know, it could hurt too much storytelling if you do actually explain. Like, how do midichlorians actually work? Uh-huh. Like, let's not ever actually talk about that, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um how did uh you know if Hauser is unique in some way? You know he's also he's leadership he's high up he's kind of like Captain Rex right he's a captain right isn't he a captain I think he's a captain. Uh huh. Um, how did uh how did we how did all his all of his troops just like be so easily convinced to follow his orders? That was also very interesting. It like, was. That's, that's kind of hard to argue. I think maybe for a chip malfunction is yeah. it just coincidental? Coincidentally, his whole like squad. I don't know. It's very it interesting. It wasn't those, the most strategic
2: decision to do it right then and there either. No, <laughs> I know. Like him and his like you know seven squad mates threw their weapons down and then they were like, uh, I guess we'll just go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they could have had him and backed up and then well, there'd have been a lot of death and they, I guess Felony didn't want to have yeah some <laughs> numerous deaths on his hands. But yeah. I mean that was that's probably a good thing so that he can come up later in the episode. If, if
1: that does happen to help out later, um, I do, I do hope we continue to get more like quote unquote clone rebellion, right? Because like, this is, it's creating more and more arguments that like the clones are not just going to work for the empire, right? Like Mm -hmm. they haven't really had a compelling argument yet of why clones will not work for the empire. Like, Mm -hmm. but if we continue to see this lack of loyalty, I think that would really like explain that well, which is awesome. So
0: I was really expecting like a martyrdom when uh Hauser opened those doors. I thought crosshair was going to just shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. But then that might be a reason to, for some of the other clone troopers to kind of rebel. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for huh. sure. Did you see speaking of, of crosshair, mm-hmm. like the, the pitted like scars on the side of his head from yeah. that, um, <laughs> I guess yeah. from finally being healed. So now they're, they're keeping uh they're keeping in theme with that particular um part where he got hurt and uh and damaged from that um engine going off so yeah yeah that was crazy but it's good it's good animation right i mean the whole episode obviously this whole season has been great with animation with the shadows and and the way they do the camera angles so i mean well done
1: yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) what is going on with crosshair too like he is like really into killing clone force 99 like what the hell man is. is this just because like they brainwashed him further with the mri machine i mean
0: i think he's an asshole. I <laughs> I, that's my theory <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's think he actually a- really a- wanted to be a part of this team. Can't,
3: yeah.
1: can't, can't refute that. I mean, I know he's, <laughs> he was—he's he's finally tired of all the bullying that record did to him all those years, and he wants to get even. And like,
2: I think they yeah recondition him every every couple of weeks until it's like Winter get, Soldier. They make yeah, him bite down a leather mouthpiece, yeah. and, like they shock the shit out of his head and stuff. Is that what
1: happens. <laughs> they but he still the has right that little bit—that little bit where he might
2: turn at the end of the season, but.
1: What do you they think got- the, what do you think the words are in in you know like remember winter soldier they read his words <laughs> what is crosshair's words is it like it's hunter. like <laughs> hunter
0: <Yeah. laughs> omega uh,
1: 360 no scope
0: <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> yeah oh uh, man but <clears throat> my question is why is omega so compassionate towards him
1: I don't know she doesn't know That's him your at your all brother.
0: i feel like she knows something (laughs) right that's That's the first time
2: she said that right that she was like those are my brothers and we were like Mm -hmm. you know what that's right those are her brothers we never really i've never really thought about that i'm sure somebody else has i'm kind of behind the times in a lot of this stuff
0: so is she their sister or is she also a brother?
3: So, <laughs> I don't know. How does this somebody, work? <laughs> somebody had mentioned at the beginning of the season, like there were five, like mm-hmm. malfunctioning or special clones and we've got the yeah. six of them. I think there were six of them. And and because Echo is part of Bad Batch, we all made the assumption that he was part of those defective clones, but he's not. The only reason he, his inhibitor chip didn't work is because of whatever happened to him at the end mm-hmm. of in season seven of Clone Wars. So I think that, by default we we said oh okay well that means omega is the sixth defective so i think that there's i think that we, i hope that we'll find that there is some sort of connection uh-huh. with the five uh-huh. original members of bad batch and omega and and potentially even yeah. and even boba but i think that's going a little too far there um but i really think that there's a connection Ooh. that we haven't seen yet between omega and the rest of bad batch yeah you
1: know i was actually just about to bring that up too is like like the explanation we've had so far is that Omega is the pure DNA, right? Mm-hmm. Of the clones, and that's mm-hmm. why the Kaminoans want, want her and stuff like that. But like, there is Boba. I mean, he's out there, yeah. and he's also a pure copy of the of the genome too, right? So I don't know. I wonder if we're ever going to see him show up in this in this show. And you know, they're hunting him also. But like, I, I'm kind of with you, Tyler. I feel like there's something still that they haven't told right. us about Omega. Like, yeah, like, there's something important that's still there i mean it feels like that it feels like there's not been there's this weird air of mystery about her character still even this far into the show that i don't have an explanation for so it's been a
2: couple of episodes um maybe three episodes since we've seen the kaminoans so i think we might get them next episode to figure out they might start dropping some hints yeah um but like speaking of uh Crosshair again, like he got some sinister music every time he zoomed in on his face. Definitely about the end, but um, like when he was getting when he was speaking to other uh to other clones, he was like, he got a a certain theme that was like, this is the big bad of the series. It was dark
1: and evil. I think they're gonna have to kill him. I don't think he's gonna be redeemed at this point. We talked about it uh, like early on, he's probably gonna be redeemed, they're gonna save him and get his inhibitor chip out and stuff, but like. I think they're gonna have to kill him, dude, because he is like scary evil right now. What or if have- he?
0: What if he's like the tragedy of Anakin? Like he was good, and he's just being overcome by the dark side.
3: Yeah, and yeah, it, and it would like be that. an interesting, maybe too heavy of uh, for for this audience. Maybe. It would be interesting Probably. to see how the rest <laughs> of Bad Batch has to deal with that. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. I, I I would. I feel that he's going to be redeemed just because it's it, uh, the nature of it's a Disney show. But Corey, I would love to see him not be redeemed and, find yeah. and see the aftermath of that. That would yeah, be maybe really he gets like maybe yeah. he gets
1: like shot in the head or something, and it like it, it hits the inhibitor chip, and like as he's dying, he's like, "I'm
0: sorry, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, I had no choice," and then he dies. You know, that's what I saw. I that's what I hope he goes out. I'm calling yeah, it's it out. Just
2: like a,
0: I, I love y'all. <laughs> <That's fucking dead. laughs> I mean, how oh, many man. okay? I don't trust Disney with happy endings anymore because mm. all of those Disney movies start with parents that are dead. Right. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're Disney is like one of the most sinister things for kids. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust it. So I'm I wouldn't be surprised. What if motivates some- Disney
1: Disney characters, dead parents. <laughs> dead parents Kids, yes. it's always dead parents. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: man. All right, as we're, <laughs> as we're sort of rounding things out here, at the very end of this episode, we got this really dark, sinister scene between Admiral Rampart and uh, Crosshair, where Crosshair asked permission to hunt down... Um, on down, bad batch. But Admiral Rampart is really starting to shape up to be a super evil Tarkin esque type of villain. I mean, like you know, we obviously have Crosshair, and he's one of the ba- one of the big bads. But he also sort of feels kind of like a lackey, a little bit to me. Like, you know, what do you guys think about Admiral Rampart? Are they are they Rampart are they setting him up to be something bigger? I mean, is he going to be the big bad? Do you think he's going to survive the season? What do you think?
2: I think he survives the season, but he's like, he's almost on par with like a Tarkin, right? He's he's calling all the shots, um, man. But I don't see I I don't see an, an ending where he
3: gets killed or something. Yeah. Though, um, my my overanalysis says we've never seen a Rampart in, in in all the media right. that we have after it's this. True. We've never seen him, so that so by default he has to die. But. <laughs> Maybe he gets time. maybe he gets shot into hyperspace where all his gear are. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, maybe he's a crew member on Thrawn's ship and and pops yeah, right. back up with Thrawn and Ezra whenever we see them again or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's my best guess is that he gets demoted.
1: Yeah, Make, that's yeah. a good point. He could be demoted, and then he doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. He, he
2: turns into like one of those <sighs> those background characters and like Empire, like where
1: he's yeah. like scrubbing the floors. <laughs> like, oh, that was
2: Admiral Rampler. Used to be.
1: <laughs> Tark- Tarkin's gonna show up and give him a stern talking to you about how, how how he's so incompetent and not a good military leader, and then he gets demoted, and that's that's gonna be what happens. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that the imagery though of the last scene of this episode was super dark. I actually paused mm-hmm. it and we re- re- rewinded. It. I was like, "Where the hell are we? Like, what are we looking at?" Like, it was very much like Vader's castle type of yeah. look of like the the fire and the flames, and they were they were in the outskirts of town in that uh, at the refinery that the, they blew up, right?
3: And a little bit of a red background mm-hmm. that kind of impose a little evil feeling. In the yeah,
0: scene.
3: yeah, I, I think mean that's
0: it, more about crosshair than <sighs> with, uh, rampart. That's a, that's
3: a rampart. Yeah.
1: hair assessment. Mm-hmm probably a fair assessment because all right it,
2: like that well that music came on and then it was just like dun dun and you were like all right and then it just like kept going for two seconds yes. too long and you were like oh <laughs> man they're really laying it on aren't they i know yeah, by the way if you did
3: know already this is the bad guy <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: Oh, man. All right. Lastly, I guess, as we're sort of rounding out this episode, uh, we are on episode, what, 12? This is episode 12, I think. Episode 12 of a 16-person 16 16. episode. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have mm-hmm. four episodes left. We are probably going to be starting to move into the final story arc of the show coming up. Right. Do you guys
3: have any final predictions of where we're going with the show? So do we think that there's going to be that this these four episodes are gonna be one arc because we've now seen a two episode arc
0: mm-hmm, and we yeah. know the
3: clone wars especially towards the end had a history of doing four episodes per mm-hmm. arc more often than not to its detriment but do y'all think that that these four episodes are going to be connected that way or do we think we're going to have a couple of filler episodes and that a, a, a two episode kind of final arc
2: yeah i think i think it's going to be they're all connected because the last two are gonna. It's gonna be a two-parter. I, I agree. Yeah, We probably came to that conclusion. Yeah. Um, but then they they like they sprinkle us a little bit next episode, and then you get a lot of detail in the, the episode after. So the third episode from the ending, and then we start with the finale. Yeah. Um. But I don't know exactly. I I do hope we go back to to Camino, and then find out what's going on. Like either what they're doing with the clones or if they're making more clones or if they're, they found yeah. out some other thing like on how to create more pure clones outside of, uh, Omega, which I doubt it, but, um, that's kind of the whole premise of this show is trying to get Omega back. Um, but yeah, I hope we go back to Camino and see what's going on over there. Cause we haven't seen them in it, three or four episodes.
0: The Camino's kind of like a split off though. What do you mean? It's, uh, I can't remember their names the lady one
1: <laughs> oh, that's right yeah yeah yeah. Uh,
0: she's like no keep her away from
1: oh yeah keep yeah her- yeah there is some infighting amongst the <laughs> yeah. Owens for yeah, sure yeah 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 did 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 mm-hmm. one of them die yes ton Tonway yeah. did the uh, one we saw in, and- in attack of the clone she died and she was the scientist right uh no 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 the, the one that we saw at the beginning of the episode or the beginning of the season, they're both still alive. Both the okay. like okay. the the chairman, whatever dude, and the scientists are both still alive. Tunway had a random cameo in which they killed her off. What a shitty cameo by, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you imagine doing a cameo in a TV show and they immediately kill you. I mean, that sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and I we know. also uh,
2: haven't seen The Bounty Hunters, remember? Uh, yeah, that's seen, a good uh, point. We haven't seen a couple of. How are we gonna are going to conclude all of
1: this stuff in four
2: episodes? It's, I don't it's know. It's
0: got to be four episodes, then. Yeah, I yeah. think it does. It I think
1: I think it's all going to be connected. And I it doesn't. I don't want to think. I don't want to think that they just brought in Hera and early rebellion. You know, strands of storytelling, like just to be able to have her have a cameo, or they hold yeah. that story. Like I really feel like we're still going the rebellion route, and like the final episode is going to be you know they're leaning towards helping the rebellion kind of thing I hope that's where we're going I just don't know how we're going to tie up all these loose ends just a lot to happen in four episodes
3: I could see the bad batch being up against a wall and needing to call in cham to as the as the cavalry yeah. to kind of or, hold or off Rex, maybe yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah that would be good that would be good well cool guys well as we sort of round out this episodes any other final thoughts you want to add I would like to say that Captain Hauser is the
2: best, dude. Oh, my like, God. He's probably <laughs> one, of, hell up. one of my favorite <laughs> clone troopers. Captain Hauser is definitely the best. Listen, I have to rewrite
1: the episode <laughs> description because I wrote it and Wes will not shut up because I was in a hurry and I it's wrote the so, worst episode it. description ever. You are me to leave it? Leave All it. Right. it. Please said, leave I, it. I'm going to read my episode description that I wrote and this is what's going on Patreon. This is back at it again with another episode breaking down Bad Batch. Hera is here and Omega is in charge. Captain Hauser is the best. And I, is it best I, in all capitals too? It is, I think it, it is. is. Join Corey and Wes. As they welcome back some old friends and new guests on this week's episode. That's what I wrote. I'm freaking leaving it. Wes, you can suck <laughs> it. I love it. And that is gonna do it for this week's episode of Bad Batch. Thank you for joining us all, and thanks for listening. Uh keep your eyes out for the next hunt in which we will be diving in to the next and final episode of Bad Batch. Um yeah special thank you to some of our patrons Cheryl Bale, Patrick Ortiz, Carl Sanders and the Jedi Health Council uh, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our alliance high command for your amazing support go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about the bad Batch in our discord community at utinia.com/discord. be sure to follow the main show on twitter at Pod, and all of us individual for our latest thoughts about all things Star Wars until next time guys I've seen how you treat your allies Admiral I prefer to That's it. That's what I got. That's what I got. (laughs) You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.